Why does why do why did because, we get annoyed? Right, that's the that's the question. Why? And I think it always leads back to self. And please pull up a chair and sit on your knees. We have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And I am Jared Moreland. And we are super happy to be here with you today. And thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Hey, that's pretty smooth. That ain't too bad. No, I mean, that's my first run. We didn't even have to do I a know. practice run. That's, I know. I'm impressed myself that time. That's funny. You're doing, You're just like Gabe, too. You're you're feeling in his, sitting in his seat and everything today because Gabe couldn't be here. Uh, I kind of feel like I should have sat in my other spot. It's like I feel like I'm on hallow ground here or something. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Gabe is hallow ground. I, he's got that name. I mean. Gabriel Michael Moses, so. And. He's the only person I know that like went what you couldn't go viral back in the day, but he trended among circles. I mean, that dude was a model. Oh yeah. To be Jesus. I'm trying to think if we've talked about that on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was Oh, he was the, he, he was like a local church celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, paintings everywhere. And, yeah. and we would tell people, hey, that's Gabe. Oh, I, man, not too long ago, I was in somebody's house. And I saw a, a picture of up on their fridge of my little brother. Really? Oh yeah. They thought it was a picture of Jesus. It was like a pro- well, it was a professional artist that did it, but it, it was, was like a super yeah. pro. Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. But I don't see. It. I have that. I have a picture of him, and you know when he modeled for that. But I don't. I mean, I, I don't see Jesus now. I do tell people <laughs> I, my little brother has a bit of a God complex. He doesn't like when I say that. Right? Like he. I mean, we call Miles the Holy Father. Gabe would be Holy Son. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so you are now on board. I try and I tried to get you on board at the beginning, but but uh, for everybody that listens, you're you're officially coming on board. Not every episode, but man, this is what your fourth episode already to be on, and third or fourth. Yeah, I I really enjoy it. I I mean, I like to be here when I can, and yeah, um, I think I've kind of got a rhythm that it allows me to be here, and yeah, I super think so. super blessed to be here. Yeah, well, we're excited to have you. Um, I know, uh, I think, I think adding a pastor, somebody with pastor behind their name brings a little credibility to the show. So, (laughs) so it's just for the ratings. The bar wasn't very high before, but (laughs) it's probably not any high. Don't let us down. Don't let us down. I mean, before, if you'd have just stuck to simple Jared Moreland, that's all I am is Jared Moreland. Oh, you're pastor Jared Moreland. Okay. So, you know, you just let me know when I can speak and not and when to kneel and when to rise. And, <laughs> hey, you're you the know. leader, man. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just trying to take up airspace. No, we're excited. Now, I know we've talked about it before, but we had the, we had, you know, you and I did the podcast together uh, about almost a, a little over a decade ago, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, do you remember the name of it? 
No. You don't? I'm I'm keep I keep getting hung up on we changed the name for a little bit to guess what or something like that. But uh I think we started with that and then changed it to the to the other name. You can't remember it? No. I I'll tell you what, you're gonna be embarrassed when I say the name. I, I'm gonna know it right when you say it. Talk the walk. I almost said that and I was like <laughs> I felt like it was a trick question. I was like, man. It was a trick question. Okay. I thought it was talk the walk, but I was like, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, on, that's on you. It is on me. Yeah. That was the Jared Moreland speaking there, not the pastor Jared Moreland. Well, I have nothing for that. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing for that. <laughs> no, but we did. How long did we do that for? Well, we did several episodes, but uh, Dr. Holy Father. Barfield Benitez <laughs> had this platform we had to, that it was put on and there was lots of, it was way more than just recording. It was yeah. like a chat room and I don't know. There was a lot of, work well, yeah, we had room. the, um, was it, what was the chat? I can't remember what the chat room was called. Oh, the upper room, the upper room, the upper room. I see. I thought our room. podcast was the upper room podcast. No, no, uh, uh-uh. I don't think so. no, no, that part was called the upper room, and then we did talk the walk. We did talk the walk. Oh, guess what? And then changed it to talk what? the walk. And, what? Right. So you that, said guess what? That was the whole idea. What? Exactly. You said guess what? Right. I'm saying what? Yeah. Okay. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but so... So, so, uh, but you know, thankfully we've grown up and you were talking, um, you were talking about how, you know, how you really enjoyed listening to the podcast and the few that you listened to. Yeah, that was loud, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I take my boots off whenever I sit down here to, because if I'm not careful, I'll kind of kick the table or, so we're trying to keep it, you know, we've got these coffee buffers underneath our with, you know, jury rigged rag and coaster upside down and I mean, you know, we're, pretty, we're pretty scientific up here between Gabe and I, we've really put some, put, put the hard work in, but, uh, but I invited you to, to be on miles wanted us to do it again after 10 years. And, uh, you're, you're busy, busy. I was in a spot that oh, I just yeah. couldn't take on one yeah. more thing. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. I didn't even hardly see you for a couple of years there. Yeah. And we yeah, lived right down the there, street from yeah, each right other. Yeah, right down the street. And I think we lived, I lived right down the street from you about a year and a half. I think you came over once or twice, like was, a block away. Yes. Yep. Once or twice, something like that. And uh, you were just, boy, I mean, that was a crazy busy season of your life. And so I, I sure am grateful that Gabe was, I, in fact, I did not think, I've talked about that on here. I didn't think that Gabe would be willing to do it. But he was the only one, other one I could think of that would be, you know, that I'd enjoy doing it with. And uh, nothing against anybody else we've had on the show. Well, I just say, I, man. Who would have time possibly. But I thought for sure Gabe was going to be like, no. And Gabe was, you know, all in. And I'm so appreciative of that. And, and then, of course, we sounded horrible at the beginning. You and, and Gabe? We, oh, dude, it was man, so bad. I don't know. I just think Gabe is, I, I mean, I really... I'm so thankful to be here, but I I feel like I'm just a guest, and I don't mean that. I mean that in the most genuine way mm. possible. I mean, I think this is yours and Gabe's podcast, and it's uh it's a great dynamic between the two of you. 
Yeah. I missed it. He's well, we grew into today. it. We grew into it. But, you know, at the beginning, you have the old, you know, brotherly squalls that you've had over the years. And, you know, all that's in the, and you're trying to find your rhythm. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to, you know, kind of figure out what part I do, what part he does, and all that kind of stuff, and kind of get all that down. And it, 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 it we should have done some practice shows probably first. Did y'all uh, annoy each other every once in a while? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what brothers do. Yeah. You know, but you got to be professional on the show. And, you know, every now and then I got to carry him. And that's okay. That's, <laughs> I, my shoulders are big. I'm able to do that for my little brother. And I think what makes this special, you know, I like sports, uh, radio and shows and uh, not to endorse anything at all. But I just learned the other day that uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, when they did their show, I kind of like to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. But they didn't like each other. No, I know. Yeah. They only talked to each other like, in this setting right here, yeah. but before show, after show, yeah. couldn't stand each other, oh, didn't right. get along. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that's not the dynamic here. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, and I think when you, when you really love people, I mean, you know, look, one of the things that we do on this show is, is we be, we're real. Yeah. We're honest with our flaws, you know, all that. I'm not, I am not trying to hide anything. Gabe's not either. I, and that's the same way you are. And, uh, 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 but but being real about it, I mean, shoot, man, the more you love people, the more you're going to get on each other's nerves every now and then. Yeah. You know, you're going to rub each other raw, you're going to do. And so, um, but yeah, so we definitely have a time or two. Um, uh, but man, you know, we've really grown together. It's been fun. It's been awesome. But we are excited to have you kind of come join the team whenever you're able to, but you're going to be a permanent part of the team. And we're blessed by that. And uh, and so just whenever you're able to to be on here. Well, I'm glad we could come to a contractual yeah. agreement. You know, the yeah. money had to be right. And yeah. uh, thankfully. Yeah. Well, we gave you the same salary we had. That's what made it. That's or even what, double. Well, I mean, technically, I could say we gave you double even. Yeah. I mean, I felt like, you know, you guys had your salaries. But for me to come, I, it, I needed double. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's only, that's well, only we make times two is, was the final agreement, I believe. That's right. Yep. I'd have given you times three if you'd asked for it, but no, I didn't want to be too pushy. Yeah. I, times two's your a, humility a good start. went out. Yeah. 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 So the last time we recorded, I don't know if we're allowed to date stamp, but uh, Thanksgiving has happened since then. Yeah. So yeah. do y'all have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, you know. Did you get together with family and yeah. all of that? Yeah, big family, all that stuff. So um, I cooked sweet potato pie, even though we're coming up on Christmas now, but we can talk about that, I guess. You know, if you'd rather talk about Thanksgiving than Christ, I guess that's, but anyway. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it was good. You know, shoot, we have a big old family and. And, uh, well, if this turns into a Christmas show, Gabe's going to get offended because y'all are supposed to do the well, Christmas we can, show. We can talk about the fact we're in Christmas season. Yeah, yeah. He won't be happy. Yeah, so I didn't want to like... he's not he, part of the he Christmas. He hear it and think he's old. So they oh, yeah. Up on I, think I just joked with him yesterday that, <laughs> that I was like, well, Jared and I can do the Christmas show tomorrow. And boy, his eyes got big. He wasn't having any of that. He's like, no, you know. And uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that one next week and... And it'll actually work out and fall right into order. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be having that, which of course you, you know, now that you can show up on any of the ones that we're, that we're recording. 
or not. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to show up too often because then it kind of defeats the double pay and all that. Like I want to make double. I'll give you quadruple. I mean, to show up to every episode. Yeah, just the per episode payment. I'd need it to be a certain level. So. Okay, I'll give you quadruple. How about Should that? we? Like, somebody listening is gonna think. They just do it for the money. These dudes are ballers. So I think I get double. I I get double of nothing, which means I get nothing. We get a whole lot of nothing. In fact, I'm in the negative. Yeah, with equipment and you know all this kind of stuff. (laughs) Man, I was was getting a little convicted there. Like, my gosh, these people are arrogant. All about the money. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. Yeah, it's all about them greenbacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Money, money, money. Yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh yeah, we're still good. So what? So what do you think? Coming on and doing this, does it feel any different than ten years ago? Yeah, if actually the equipment's nicer. The equipment's nicer. Uh, it felt a little dutiful. To me, mm-hmm. 10 Back years then? ago, yeah. yeah, it felt like it was super obligatory, yeah. dutiful yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. How many shows were we doing weekly? Was it one a week? I don't yeah, think Yeah, because so. they were so long. They were long, long, <laughs> long, like two hours. That's probably when you we first asked Christian, me to do it again. Christian I was just like and, so wounded from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, back then we both smoked, so... We would, and we neither one of us smoke now, but we would sit, we'd sit in your shop. We'd record at your shop. Take a break, and, go smoke. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, we'd smoke like before we ever recorded. We'd start recording at like two o'clock in the morning. And then we started looking for a place where we could smoke while we recorded. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then, we found a place. Then, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, I don't, you know. Oh yeah, we'll just leave that alone. <laughs> I don't want to encourage anybody to smoke, but I'll just say, even though I've been quit for about four years, I still miss it. Do you? Oh, yeah. I'm always going to miss it. You know, and the flesh, it craves that sin. Mm-hmm. It craves that stuff that's bad for you. You know, it really does. And my flesh, like I'm not, my spirit wins over. I love the Lord. But Oh, yeah. Man, if it wasn't bad for your health, I don't mind stinking. <laughs> that's all right I, I, smell my, I smell like smoke you know? i don't mind stinking <laughs> i don't mind it that's all right i probably don't smell like lilies of the valley as it is <laughs> so jared real quick before we dive in today um tell 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 everybody a little bit about yourself man where do i start i mean you want like what kind of rundown you want i'll just uh I've, i'll just say i've been married to my wonderful wife angel for 30 years uh I fell in love right out of high school, uh, was engaged to her her senior year of high school, and then uh, she graduated in May, and in July we were married. Best decision I ever made. Now, who, who said I love you first, you or her? My wife did. Yeah, she Angel did. said that. As a matter of fact, I, I, I don't mind telling this story. She. It's uh, one of the best stories ever. I'd never been in love with any, no woman, no girl. Only I mean, yourself. Only, yeah, I love me some me. Mm-hmm. That's where I was at. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were uh, at the park or something like that, and she got all emotional and started crying, and I was like, 
oh no, what did I do wrong? And I said, what did I do? Nothing. And uh, I want to tell you something so bad, but I don't know if I should. I was like, well, just say it. She says, I love you. And I looked her in the eye and I said, you shouldn't have said that. No, I didn't say that, but I did say, uh, I said, thank you. (laughs) And that was it. Totally killed the moment. Did she cry some more? After you said that? Maybe. How did she respond to that? Did she smack you? No, that's not Angel's temperament. I think she, when I said thank you, I thought I loved her, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, and I'd even told her, and I'd ever told, I'd even told her before, like, I'm not going to tell a girl I love them until I'm for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's wisdom. And so when she said that, she probably didn't want to say it because she knew it was risky, which it was. I said, thank you. And I think she probably had regret and was embarrassed and all of that. But it took me about another 36 hours to know that, yeah, I love her too. I never heard that part. So 36 hours? Probably. I don't know how long it took. So what did you go? Call her up? Did you go... Did you cry, start crying and then tell No, her? I just sent her a text. I said, oh, by the way, I love you too. <laughs> Not really. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't have cell phones then. Either. No, that was way before the cell phone. Yeah. Because that was what, in the 90s? Yeah, 93 is when we got married. So it would have been in 92. Yeah, not long after. Sometime in 92. So you told her face to face? Yeah. 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 And then what's cool you is. Say, I, got, I got some good news for you. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what's cool is. uh she had always prayed that whoever she was supposed to marry would give her a white rose. And I, she says she shared that with me because she felt like the Lord said, how are they ever going to know? But I don't remember her sharing that with me. I remember not having much money. And I'll, and matter of fact, I think that's how I told her I loved her is I went and got a white rose. But I only got a white rose because I could only afford one rose. Oh, Yeah. I went yeah. to the florist and I said, I just, how much is a dozen roses? And I was like, oh, that ain't going to work. And I was like, well, how much is one rose? And I just had enough. And I've always been the guy that if everyone gets red roses, and I'm like, I don't want to get red oh, roses. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. want to get yeah. something different. Yeah. And I said, what else do you have? And they had yeah. pink and whatever. I said, I want white. I want to get a white rose. And so I show up. I said, hey, I got you this. And I just want to let you know I love you. And then she really started crying. <laughs> and then she tells me, I've always prayed that whoever I was supposed to marry would give me a white rose. And that really messed me up. Like, oh, my gosh. She told you right there on the spot? Yeah, that's So you told her you loved her. And then she basically she told said, you y'all were getting married. <laughs> basically. Dude. So the worst thing. You're talking about Wiley e. Coyote. When so, you're young as a guy? Yeah. They're like, whoa. I remember I remember I'd been dating this this gal for a day. Maybe two. And we're driving along and we're just talking. And she was all right, you know, and but I didn't really know her too much. We were just kind of getting to know each other. And she said, she said, asked me, you know, what my plans were for life, you know, having the, the young people yeah. conversation. And my plan at the time was I was going to be a police officer. And, and I was excited about that, all that. And she said, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I said, huh? You're and not the person said, to be told how you're going to do anything. She said, no, probably nobody in the Moses family. But, you know, we, we, the Lord has been faithful to humble us over the years. So, but anyway, so she, I, 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 she said, uh, she said, oh, I don't think so. And I was confused. I was like, I don't understand. Cause 
we've been talking for two days. Surely she's not saying she doesn't want me to. Oh yeah. She said, I'm not going to have somebody showing up to my doorstep at three o'clock in the morning to tell me my husband's or the father of my children's been killed. This is the second day that we're talking to each other. Did you tell her, uh, that's not going to happen to me. Here you go. I'll tell you the rest of the story, <laughs> but yeah, basically, <laughs> that was. And then, la- yeah, I could, and I, I really liked her before that, but I was like, "This is day two. Calm yeah. down." Yeah, ours was early on. We were having serious conversations, and probably the next worst thing I did, outside of saying thank you, was when I proposed to her. Uh, I do not have a fancy proposal story. I like. I like Neil Diamond. My wife doesn't like Neil Diamond. So I had her come over to my house, my mom's house, and uh, I had Neil Diamond playing on the stereo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just thinking I'm so cool. And I'd hid the ring under the couch cushion, and she sat on that cushion. Oh, no. And uh, i just get down on one knee and, like, reach my hand under the cushion under her butt and grab the ring and say, will you marry me? It was just the most non-romantic. Ter- and I cooked her dinner, and I was trying to cook pan-fried chicken, and I, it was so raw in the middle, and the outside was done. Oh. It was an ultimate flop. <laughs> no. Yeah. But you've gotten better at cooking since then. Gotten better at cooking. Uh, and you've cooked her meals since. In fact, she loves your chicken now. Yeah. She so, thinks your chicken is the, the king of the chicken. I'm the king of the chicken. You're the king of the chicken. Like you smoke meats now. Yeah. You do competitions and Yeah, I enjoy it. So and you've come a long way since yeah, come a long way. proposal. We yeah. have a twenty three year old son named David. Yeah. Uh he lives on his own. Yeah. He works love at a place guy. called Mesa Underground. I love him too. He's a good friend and a good bud of mine too. Uh, I've been working at the same company for right at fifteen years and uh we have six locations that I help oversee, and, and you're like a you're like a big dog over there, man. <laughs> I mean, just well, to, we have a great. I got team. friends. I got friends in high places now. We have a great team. Yeah, great what's team your title team? over there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you love it, don't you? But I have to answer it, right? This is a podcast. I, I mean, people want to know. I'm the COO, Chief Operating Woo, Officer. Boy. So God's been faithful, man. I, I don't have what a college degree. Tell me, well, tell me when I can speak. I don't ha- hey, man, it's the grace of God. I was just praying about this the other day. I mean, I grew up at a boy's home. Uh, brother died. Yeah, what's your, de- what's your degree in? I have, I have no don't degree. Have degree. I just... C-O-O. Worked myself. I worked as just tried to work hard and invest and in myself. And the Lord's been faithful because you read a lot. You got a humble spirit. You're not, you're not lazy. You get out there and and do it. And I've known you since way before you were at this status. Yeah. It's just, and it's not a status. It's just a blessing. And, and so no, life's good. We've gone to the same church. I've been there 30 years. Angel's been there 40 years or better so yeah. anyway, just blessed with a wonderful family, wonderful friends. Y'all lead a Bible study group, two Bible study two, Yeah, we two have a, a Wednesday group that we do for three. married couples, and then we have a men's group that I do on Sundays. Yeah. And how long have y'all been doing the married couples group? We've been leading married couples groups for 20 years. 
That was 20 years ago? This is our 10th year in this home with the same host home. This is the 11th, well, 11th like, year. Because if you remember, we were going to all start that Bible study group together, you and Angel and me. Yeah. And then I thought, I'm just, I'm single. Like, so, it feels weird. Yeah, so we've been yeah. back from we've been back from Missouri for 14 years. Okay, and that's when y'all started that one. We started leading groups here, but we led groups in Missouri right. as well. So But this one that you've got now is 14 years. Yeah, 10 okay. 14 years, but that's 10 cool. years with the same host and yeah. all that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very so cool. that's a rundown of me. Yeah. Yeah. That and a dollar won't <clears throat> even buy you a cup of coffee. I don't know, the COO thing. I mean, people. I'll tell y'all. It's, it's, if I can it's, get uh, there, anybody can get there. I'll, I'll put. You can I put your phone number on on here so that if somebody needs a job, I mean, they know. yeah, it's eight zero six three seven two two six one one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get a computer voice. I mean, you're gonna get time and temp and all kinds of good. <laughs> that's right. When I go, that's a funny thing. When I go to the store, and you know, they ask you for a phone number. Oh, that's what code, you put in. There. I always give them Tom and Temp's phone number when they ask for a phone number. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we're glad you're bored, brother. And and I'm uh, bored. Yeah, boring, bored. I am boring. Yeah, bored. You know, speaking of bored, and then we're gonna dive into this. This is kind of funny. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Gabe and I were recording an episode earlier in this week, and we were going to go ahead and record the Christmas episode. And, dude, we got 43 minutes in, and we said, this stinks. I mean, we both sound boring. Uh, the material's not good. You're not about to do that right now, are you? I mean, that red button looms large <laughs> in front of you if stuff's not. So it just, I, but I think, you know, we were so tired from, from, uh, and I had told him before that, right before we started it, I said, you know, I said, brother, it's, it's Christmas season or for Jared, it's still Thanksgiving season. <laughs> and uh, I said, but I said, but I, man, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it just doesn't feel like Christmas to me, you know? And so we kind of talk about it and it's cause we're, we've gone on through a lot of transition at work and, um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and he, um, and so it's, it's wearing us out. And so anyway, we got to doing the episode and man, we got 43 minutes in and I hit the big red stop button. Really? So it just wasn't flowing right? Oh, man. We sounded so boring and so... So you're tired. Now, there was some good stuff on it, but it just... It was just... I think I, th I think my heart wasn't in the right place. That was on me. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I wasn't having a bad attitude, but just, just felt real dry and dull. You were and, forcing it. And it was very forced, and yeah. And we just were like, yeah, we both agreed now we're not going to... So, yeah, it was 43... Grueling minutes, minutes. trash can. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We decided we love anybody that's willing to tolerate us enough to support us and listen to this ministry that we've been blessed with. That we're not gonna we're not gonna torture them with that. One. Yeah. So, they got to get their money's worth. Speaking of boring, that just made me think of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So don't worry, guys. I know. I know. Sometimes people are listening, and thinking, "Boy, these guys have their own show. It could be worse." I promise you. But we actually hit the delete button if it gets that bad. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, annoyance, my brother, annoyance. 
What annoys you? What annoys me? Let's start with pet peeves. You got a pet peeve that just annoys you? Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think people that in the in the right lane when they're not turning right and I need to turn right. Yeah. And I'm the second car behind them. <laughs> you know, if I, if there's five or six cars and then, you know, you don't, you're like, okay, well, somebody was definitely on me. But if there's one car in front of me. And you want to turn right on red. And I want to turn right on the red. And they're going <laughs> straight. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sweating. Or there's a lot of construction work going on around my house. Your there, favorite a, thing. Yeah, oh, man. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we were, but man, I'll be driving down the loop coming to work. And every now and then they have got traffic stopped. You know, normally it's the speed limits about anywhere from 65 to 80. And they'll have us to a dead stop while they're, cause they're doing all this road construction and, and it's going to be amazing when they're done. And I've seen it out on the other side of town by y'all's house. It's awesome oh. what they've done out there. Um, and, and so it's fun watching it all come together, but when are you trying to get to work? You're trying to get to work. Especially you know? when you're running late. Yeah. Yeah, and I put it right up to the max. You know, I, I, I'm not normally late, but I like to get there right on time, not really too early. Right. And uh, but that, but then if there's a little, you know, bump in the road, that that sets you back a little bit. And uh, and so you know, if they have a stopped, I'm like, who do, who who do y'all think you? You're not you're not civil authority. You know, you don't have red and blues. Like, who do you think you are to be stopping train? You know? Yeah. Admittedly, wrong answer, Henry, but I'm using myself a bad example. What about you? Well, it's funny you say that uh, the red, right turn on red. I was helping my father-in-law this morning move some stuff, and I was following him to where we were going. And he's the truck that's in the lead car, right lane, on red, and we need to turn right, like, that's the move we're making is we're turning right. And I even said out loud, Eugene, turn the truck. And he wouldn't turn. And I was getting so annoyed. And I look up and there's a sign, no turn on red. <laughs> so and you were trying to tell him to go? Yeah, I was trying to tell him to go. So and he was just following the rules. So your annoyance is somebody that is turning right. And the uh, and has the right to turn right on a red, but they're just sitting there. Yeah. So just like you said, it does annoy me as well. It's oh, like yeah. if you were going to go straight, then get in the other lane. Oh, you were behind them. I was behind. It's my father-in-law. So it was your own father-in-law that was doing the. Yeah. Well, then I, that's another annoyance for me. Like, don't watch it. Why is why no turn on red? No. It either you can or you can't. Well, the sign says you can't. No. You either can or you can't. <laughs> I don't want none of this. We can put a sign up where can you or can't you? If the law says yes, you can. But the law said no because there was a sign up. Was there any ordinance on that sign? I don't know. was it just a sign? Anybody could put that sign up there, Jared. But I married my father-in-law in in the female form. I'm being completely unreasonable here. You are. But Angel Angel wouldn't wouldn't think that way. She's like, Uh, the sign says Your father-in-law is so nice, too. Oh, yeah. He's such a nice dude. So okay, so that's so that's my annoyances. What are your annoyances? Oh man, people that don't people that spill tea on your hand. Is that annoying? You know what? Uh, That's not annoying. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. It did annoy me that day. 
Uh, probably people that talk down to someone else or even me. Like I just can't stand when someone talks down to you. That annoys like what? Me. Give me an example. Like that lady in the drive-thru in Missouri that spilled tea on my hand. Yeah. She, she had talked down to me. That's what spurred the whole thing yeah. on. Kind of talking to you like you're an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what got me. Yeah. Like, you know, what's funny. So, I mean, it's almost like a sense of entitlement that says you don't mm -hmm. have the right to talk to me. This is something I've been thinking about lately. Which, let me real quick. The, the definition, I looked up the definition of annoyance. I was like, what exactly is it? What, before I say it, and I think I may have. Whose picture was beside it? What would you say? It, it, had, it was one of our buddy pictures that we've taken together with our arm around each other. Yeah. As ourselves. Yeah. And then Gabe was looking at us both annoyed. So, yeah. <clears throat> hey, so not to sidetrack much, you and I really like to talk trash to one another yeah. all the time. Smack I mean, smack. we smack yeah. talk, and I love that. And uh, I know we annoy Gabe sometimes because we get to piling on him sometimes, and he's just like, he wants to hit us both. Yeah, that ain't, Gabe's not. He doesn't roll that way. No. He, but, but he does on the podcast, though. Yeah, he can. He can. He does on the podcast, which is very confusing. It's like he all of a sudden turns into. Yeah. Yeah, and I've never heard him really smack talk at all throughout life. It's probably best that we're doing this topic because when I think of Gabe, he I know he probably gets annoyed at something, but man, he is the most gracious, compassionate person dealing with people. I can just get so annoyed with people in general. Man, I see. I, I've hardly ever seen that, but I think you're thinking of work. Could be. You must be thinking of work because I've hardly ever seen you get annoyed with people. I have, but not very often. Yeah, I can. Because it... you're you're kind of the king of grace or the prince of grace. Something. I I try to be. I yeah. try to be. Yeah. But what would you say the definition of it is of annoyance to you? How would you describe being annoyed? Like a pebble in your shoe. But that, no, what what that that's. What is just a annoying. rub, just a rub that just a constant rub yeah. in a spot that just it's kind of hard to think of the definition gets on your nerves, it. right? Yeah, but it's two words slightly angry is the way the Oxford Dictionary is that right? Slightly angry. I'm like, huh, I guess slightly I could see that. Angry, I never really thought of annoyance as being angry, mm -hmm. you know, but you're sitting there being annoyed with people, and I thought so. So I'm like, okay, it's slightly, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, well, okay, so slightly, is it okay to be slightly angry? Then I'm like, well, yeah. The Bible says, be angry, but don't sin. So the Bible's telling us to be angry. Isn't that right? Well, I mean, you would think so. So this is where context comes into play. 100%. This is where context, and I and I mean, I was sitting there thinking, yeah, just in my own natural thought, because I hadn't read that scripture in a long time. I thought, yeah, and I've been thinking that. The Bible says, be angry, just don't sin. It says it's okay to be angry. Well, let me read that scripture. All right, that's in, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 and 27. Be angry and do not sin. Okay, I'm right. that's what I said, right? Uh What's it say right after that? Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Uh-oh. That's saying to me, and you tell me if you agree, be angry. It's saying 
it's saying anger's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not actually a commandment to go be angry. Right. It's saying you're going to get angry. Don't sin. And don't let the sun go down on your anger so that you don't give opportunity to the devil. So you got to deal with it, right? You got to deal with it. So people have asked me, an angel, you know, especially when you're with young people, what's your one thing you would say to us uh, to make it 30 years? And we always answer with that saying right there, don't ever go to bed angry with one another. Yeah. And that's been a non-negotiable for us. And uh, <clears throat> it works. And, I, you know, the fact that you give the devil a foothold and then you stonewall and then it festers and festers and little annoyance builds on top yep. of another little annoyance and then yep. eventually it turns into this huge blow-up in this fight. And usually when you have these big blow-ups and these big fights, it's not about what you're fighting about. It's about one little annoyance that never got resolved. Yeah. That you let sit there and fester mm-hmm. and that. Um, well, I mean, that's a perfect example. I mean, sitting there, uh, because not addressing it too is going to eat at you. I have a great example. It's like a cancer that starts out small. If you address it immediately, you go in, you early detect it. You got a whole lot better chances of it not turning into something, right? Same thing. It's not always, if you address it early, say you go, Hey, that kind of pricked me. It may not go well. It may still develop into a big thing that you got to work through. Right. But wouldn't you say nine times out of 10, if you kind of early detect it and just address it and <coughs> whether it's addressing it with the, with angel or, or just addressing it with you and yourself. And is this even worth my, you know, you kind of surgically remove it. Well, I think, you know, if Angel and I are both irritated with each other, yeah, it's super important. But there, I think it's even more important when there's an annoyance or an offense and the other person doesn't even know. And the one of the best examples I can think of is it was between you and I, and uh, it's when we lived next to each other. And yeah. I was super busy. Yeah. And uh, I think you invited me to do something all the time, and yeah. I just never could do it. Yeah. And uh, you would always respond, hey, man, that's cool, brother. I get it. No big yeah. deal. And, uh, and then you sent me a text one time, like, Hey, I really need to visit with you. Like I got some things yeah. I need to talk to you about. Yeah. And so I remember coming down to your house and you just said, man, I just got to let you know, I'm, I'm really irritated with you. And you just shared your heart and well, we had a great discussion yeah. through that, but you were doing that because you needed to free yourself of whatever yeah, was brewing and it was eating yeah. at you mm-hmm. and you needed to get it off your chest. And you had, I mean... I didn't know this, but you had been letting the sun go down on that for a while. And then you finally just dealt with it, which was super admirable that you did that. Yeah. Well, it was worth, you know, I handled that part right, but maybe not that. But but let me ask you this. Does that mean that you go to to a person every single time they do something? Uh, I don't know. No, but you know, you you don't want to be annoyed, but. Well, you were trying to make sure that I wasn't, there wasn't something yeah. between us. Like I was oh, yeah. Stay, yeah. keeping a distance, but no, there's times that, uh, there's people I work with that are super annoying and it's just, they can't help themselves, but to say some of the things they say. And I was just encouraging another guy this week, getting frustrated with one of our coworkers. And I said, you know, the best thing you can do is just, man, let it 
let it go through a filter mm. in your mind. Mm. The shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, you got to throw it in a mental garbage mm-hmm. can. Like, I don't think you have to go to the person every time because some of sometimes it's just self-inflicted. It's you. You're yeah. you're fixated on something that you shouldn't really be fixated on. Yeah. Because people are just different. Yeah. So so, I mean, I think you have to ask you like, what what's the reason for not being annoyed? There's got to be a reason that, or, or not being angry. What's the reason that the Bible tells us not to do it? And let me read a little bit further in that chapter. Okay. It goes into, because it's, I'm going to skip part of it because it's it's talking about the way we should act in different ways. But right now we're covering the the being angry and not sinning. Um, it's because you go down here, let's see. Verse 29. Verse 30. Oh. Verse 30. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away with you from you along with all malice. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. We're, we tend to forget that we, we don't exactly not stink. Speaking of stinking. Yeah. Like, you know, I was talking about earlier. The Bible says our righteousness is filthy rags in the nostrils of God, right? It stinks. Mm-hmm. But then we, whenever people do these little things towards us, t- tend you know tend to get annoyed. And what's that gonna do? What that's gonna it's gonna if we're not careful, it can break our witness, which is the most important thing. Hundred percent, and how and people can feel it, can't they? Well, and I think we all have people in our life that we wish we could be like. That you never see that ooze out of them. Uh, I ran into your sister Leah last mm-hmm. night. I have never in my life seen her not treat everyone the way she treats me when she sees them, and it's just like, how do you do that? Yeah, how you mean? But and I was thinking as you were saying that as well is. The people that annoy us, ah, this is pretty good. All right, get it, get the it. People that annoy us. It's been a while since we've had something good on here. Do well, it. Well, I don't Let know it if it's rip. good. It, it it touches me a little bit. Uh, the people that annoy us the most are fearfully, wonderfully made it in Christ's image. They're perfect in His eyes. I mean, He created. They're, they're perfect creations, is what I mean. He created them perfect in His image. They don't annoy him, but they annoy us. Do we annoy him? Do we annoy God? We should. We should be an annoyance to him, but he just he just deals with us. See, I struggle with that. Okay, so help me understand. Okay, so you're saying people don't annoy God? I think they agree. I think his heart breaks when we don't live the way he would like yeah. us to live. But annoy does God well? I think his anger is towards us whenever we don't, whenever probably, we're not covered in the... I'm probably mixing... Grace. So Jesus stood between right. us and God. At that point, yes, we are perfect. That's what I'm saying. Jesus still stands in the gap. Yeah. He stood the gap. For those of us that have received adoption. Right. Yes. So even more important, you know, and that's it, but that is a good point. Even more important is if... If Jesus isn't standing, because he's not standing in the gap for sinners. Right. 
right? They haven't they haven't embraced. He died for them to accept that. Yeah. Yes, but he's not standing the gap for them because they haven't they haven't uh, made the choice to let him cover them, uh, but you know, wash away their their sins with his blood. And so, should we be being annoyed with these people? Or should we, now calling unrighteousness unrighteousness and speaking truth? That's one thing. But which the manner with which that. we do it, right, is is a whole other thing. Are we doing it in the "I'm right, you're wrong" mentality, or are we doing it in the "I love you so much, I must speak the truth to you, I must share the the gospel with you"? Before, because they're going to hear the annoyance, um, bringing up uh, homosexuality, marital unfaithfulness. Um, uh, thieves, you know, prison ministry, thinking of prison ministry. Um, you know, that takes a certain kind of people because a lot of people just kind of, once you go to prison, they give up. Right. You know, you're, we're essentially annoyed with prisoners. Like, oh boy, oh boy, you're in prison. You know, you've really cut yourself out from society. You lose certain rights that other people have. It's almost like you're less than human. But they can sense that. Mm-hmm. They can sense that. You know, the world can sense Christian annoyance. And that, that doesn't draw them to Christ. little bit of a rabbit trail, but I think it plays into this. Is, uh, have you read the book Unchristian? Mm-mm. Tough. It's a tough one to read. All right. Tell me about it. So the guy that wrote it is the founder CEO of the Barna Group that does a lot of Christian research. Oh, cool! Yeah, and uh, awesome, super. It's a, it's yeah. actually a great book. It's just information, and yeah. he went on this journey. His whole deal was why are young people leaving the church when they turn eighteen? That's a pretty new leave, book. Yeah, it? when they yeah. leave home, why are they leaving the mm-hmm. church? Okay, and it all is rooted in the what the the young people see as a hypocrisy. And it and it goes into the whole LGBT community type yeah. stuff. And their whole deal is, is man, we see people living together before marriage. They're shacked up, they're having sex, and the church is so welcoming of that. Mm-hmm. Divorce is at an all-time high among Christians, and the church is okay with that. This is their perception. Yeah. Uh, you can have an affair, all this stuff. They just go through all this stuff, like the the grace and the... Love and the just turning an eye to it is so accepted. Yeah. But when it comes to being gay, it's detestable. It's annoying. It's, and they're just like, you're a hypocrite. We don't want no part of it. Yeah. And I say that to say they sense our annoyance, right? They know we're looking down. They know we look down our nose uh, with an unloving, better than you. uh, I want to win the argument. I don't want to win your soul to Jesus type demeanor. Yeah. Yeah, it's more about winning to win. Right. Not. Are you fighting for my soul or are you just fighting to win an argument? Yeah. And that hurts for me to say that out loud because so many times I'm just trying to win the argument instead of like. Yeah, we we go into it. We're more worried about how am I going to look. Right. On the other side of this argument subconsciously. Like going into it. Am I going to get what I want? Right. What do I want more? Do I want the will of God? Am I willing to look like a fool so that the gospel will be shared? 
and spread? Is it okay that I look like I don't have a clue? Am I okay with that? That's the heart of the gospel. And what's the first thing we do when we do look like a fool? We start pointing out people's flaws. Yeah. If we're not winning the argument or we don't redirect, then we just redirect it and say, and we just bring up something else. You know, there's a, a scripture in Proverbs. This is a classic guy move right here. We get into it. I sense that you're getting a little annoyed or I've hurt your feelings or and men do this with their yeah. wives all the time. Yeah. And when it starts getting a little tough, we say, Oh, I was just kidding. Yeah. So there's yeah. a scripture about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, so is the man that stands on a hill and shoots a fiery dart is the person that says something offensive and, and says, says I'm I was just, only playing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, Jimmy Evans a long time ago did a sermon on that, and he was talking about it. And he goes, he goes, don't tell me you were playing. You weren't playing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you weren't playing. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> you know? yeah. And if you were playing, maybe, maybe you and I joke around with each other like that. But we also learned not to do that with just anybody. Yes. Because everybody, you and I know each other well enough that we know – it ain't. It's just banner. My kind of right hand guy at work. Uh, he's our VP of sales and operations. And man, we trash talk all the time too. Like, yeah. it's. I mean, it gets pretty rough. I mean, we have yeah. such a good time. Well, our CEO, who we both report to, yeah, uh, he, he likes to like banner that. a little bit. But he's he can banner one on one. But if we start teaming up on him, yeah. it like, and we realize, hey, he is our authority, and yeah, we're taking it yeah. too far. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So just so you know on here, I'm your authority. I don't know if you knew that. That's right. That's why I haven't messed with you. Yeah. I mean, so I just want you to, to consider that before you annoy me. You <laughs> hey, know. speaking of annoying by or your I authority. And you don't want that. Both of our authority is Dr. Holy Father Barfield Benitez. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of annoying. I mean, he's trying to get us to ride in this. Well, I'm in. So it, it's it's you that's getting annoyed. Yeah, I'm not riding in no hotter than hell. He sent you a picture of a bicycle that would be great for you and Gabe. But the problem is it has pedals on the back. I'm, I mean, I, I want somebody to pedal, and I'm just going to hang out and ride. It has pedals for both seats. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm out. And he just wants you all to be a part of things. I will. I'm going to show up. I'll do the opening prayer. So you're annoyed at him for loving you? No, I'll, I appreciate his love. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be there to cheer him on. Like, I'm going to be. Yeah, you're going to come cheer it on? Yeah, I'm going to. I don't think you're going to be standing out there cheering us on in the in the hotter than hell race. It's going to be hot, dude. No, I'll probably just have y'all do a live GoPro camera, and I'll just watch it from the air-conditioned living room. All the way up to the point that we collapse and the GoPro ends yeah. up on the road. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> But it is, you know, you know, I mean, it's so crazy, Jared, because annoyance is just a thing that happens. And, and, but why, why does, why do, why do because, we get annoyed? Right. That's the, that's the question. Why? And I think it always leads back to self. Yeah. Because I can get annoyed when I'm not well rested. Yeah. Well, then I'm not taking care of my business if I'm not resting well. Yeah. I can get annoyed if I think someone should, know something that I've already taught them, but then that's my own ego. I'm not checking my ego at the door. Yeah. Like we expect people to 
like we're somebody. Uh, could annoyance be that we think so much of ourselves yeah. that when someone can't, that's, I think that's exactly what when I mean. someone can't perform I like don't us, that. I yeah. don't deserve to be treated this way. Right. And it always comes back to self. Right. So you could say, whenever you're annoyed, you're being selfish. Ooh. I think you're 100% right. That hurts. It does hurt. It so does the next hurt. time it's I painful. see you annoyed, I'm going to say, quit being so selfish. And then yeah. you're really going to get hot. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll hopefully I'll take it well. But right, yeah, I may. Because you're the hothead of the uh, three of us. I mean, I think I've gotten a lot better. You are a lot better, but who's Way the hottest better. head of me, it's you, me. and Gabe? It's me. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're supposed to call ourselves out. I'm, I feel like I'm getting a little thrown under the bus. Here. You've thrown me under the bus but. every podcast, so <laughs> welcome to the club, hothead. <laughs> That's why you shave your heads, because you got to keep it cool. i got to keep it cool. Yeah, because it's... Yeah, like, I don't have any place for hair on the head. <laughs> I did. Throw I mean, I've come a long ways, though. You know, the Lord is good and patient, <laughs> faithful, and you know, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, but it is. But it is. Yeah, no. I mean, for sure, y'all. He was squirming a little bit. I'm being proud of myself. Called out for me pricks me first before, but 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 it. I can't get away from it. Like I will think about it, and. um and so, yeah, I mean, it is, it's the me, it's the me in ourselves. You know, we have to cast off our flesh every day, every day and put it, <clears throat> lay it to the side and seek first the kingdom of God. And when you do that, then, you, then you're better able to just walk around. Jared, I, I watched uh, a movie called Family Guy, uh, The Family Guy last night, or The Family Man. Oh, okay. You ever see that with Nicolas Cage? No. Dude, it's a good movie. It's a real good movie. Like basically it starts out this opening scene, him and Tia Leone and and uh their boyfriend, girlfriend, they're in college. He's getting ready to fly off to London and for this internship. And then when it's a year internship, then when he comes back, they're gonna be together, be married, all this stuff, right? They're engaged. Anyway, she's like, right when he's getting ready to leave, you know, she 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 tells him, wait. You know, I have a bad feeling about this. You know, and I don't go, don't go stay and all this. And, um, and she thinks that he makes a decision to stay, but then he tells her, I love you. So he's telling her, I love you so much. And she's crying because <laughs> she's happy. Then he's like, oh, I love you so much that no matter a year is not going to do this. And no, no amount of time could ever change that. And so she's crying as he's walking onto the plane. Oh. And it's like sad. Did you cry? And so, Hey, I'm, dude, no, man, I'm a freaking man. No, Did you I, cry? I'm not supposed to say it where I'm a man. Did you cry? I mean, if, Did you it, cry? if it doesn't leak out the side, does it Did you count? cry? If it doesn't come out the tear ducts, does it count? Did if you it just waters up? Did you cry? If it just waters up. Did you cry? No. But but I may have had some inner tears. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so he goes and, and, um, and then the next thing, the next scene, he's like this rich dude living in this thing and they're clearly not together. He's seeing this other girl, all this stuff. And anyway, so he's drives a, a Ferrari and he's this big uh, investment banker, whatever. And he ends up running, running into Don Cheadle and, uh, and, and, and Don is like this dude that can, make him go back to a what if situation, what he calls a glimpse. Oh, 
if they had stayed together. So he doesn't know that. He goes back home, goes to sleep after meeting Don Cheadle, and and when he wakes up, you know, he's laying in bed in a like a regular bed in this house, and T. Leone's asleep on his chest, and here comes these two kids running in, you know, like uh-huh. all this stuff yeah. going on, and he's like, ah, you know, jumping up, and he like bolt heads for the hills. And all this kind of stuff. Well, anyway, I, I, really, really good movie. But in it, he ends up, there's this one point where he's trying to get his job as an investment banker back, even though he's living in this other world now. Oh, okay. Because he still has all the knowledge and everything. And so this other guy that's kind of rubbed brawl by the fact that here comes this dude with no experience, quote unquote, uh, or, or, you know, air quotes, no experience, is trying to get in and and with the owner and all this stuff. And so that guy who's really nice in the other world, he's a nice dude. His name is Alan, and he's he's like kind of gets Nick Cage off to the side, and he's ripping him one side down the other, letting him know, I don't know what you're trying to pull, but blah, 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 blah. Wow. And, Nick, and he was so nice in the other. And when, when Nick Cage knew him before, he was just a really nice guy, very family man, all this. And so – Nick Cage is like smiling because he's ripping him, and Nick Cage is like, "Wow, I've never seen." It. But he's not getting yeah. annoyed about it. He's <laughs> Nicholas Cage, and he's like, "And whenever this guy Alan gets done ripping him, Nick just grabs him by the shoulders and goes, Alan, I never knew you could be this assertive.' Wow!" And he's just <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't get annoyed at all with it, and then Alan's just looking at him like, "What is wrong?" And and so after all this, Alan's like are we clear on where I'm at? And he's like, yeah, Alan, we're clear. Oh yeah. my God. You know, he's not bad at all. And I thought it would be so cool to get to the point where somebody could just act like that. To mm-hmm. You can be really technically justified with at the very least being annoyed with this person. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've got an example right now in my head of somebody that annoyed me recently in the last few days. Bad. Like I'm like annoyed. I wouldn't say I'm full blown angry because I just don't like being. You're angry. just slightly. It's not. But I would say angered. I'm slightly angry. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't have the right to be that ever. Not to say I won't ever get there, but if I do get there, I I should not sin according to Ephesians four. I shouldn't sin. And it should be dealt with. Well, you know, one thing I will brag on you about is you really care about how you represent the Lord. Uh, I've seen it many times. Like, you will get emotional that you didn't represent well, the Lord well, or yeah. or you disappointed yeah. Him. And But then I think where we get hung up is we think... Uh, well, I'm just mad at this person. And what if we just could run it through the filter once we're annoyed? Would Jesus be proud of my annoyance right now? Am I doing him any favors by being annoyed at this person? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, is he going to pat us on the back? Way to go, son. Yeah, I don't blame you for being annoyed. That annoyance was pulled off perfectly. Yeah, I'd be annoyed too. Yeah. That's yeah. the, you know I'd the what would Jesus too. what would Jesus yeah. do? That's what we should ask ourselves. Would Jesus be annoyed also? The answer is no. Every time, no. Man, 
Because I get, you got to go to what? What scene do you have to go to? The scene in the temple, right? Right. What about that? So he was annoyed. He was angry, but he, where it wasn't sin is, I don't think anyone else could get away with overturning the tables and tearing down the pillars yeah. but Jesus because yeah. that is his temple. Yeah. That is him. So he has this righteous anger. It was he, zeal for his father's house. Absolutely. And it was anger against the people claiming to represent God, but that were hypocrites. Yes. So it was kind of a kind of a different, like a righteous zeal. Almost like calling out false teachers, things of that nature. That's a whole different thing. Here's where I can offend most people yeah. listening to this. All right. When I went to Santa Fe with Angel one time, yeah. I'm not impressed with Santa Fe no, one me bit. Neither. Me neither. Yep. And I'm extremely unimpressed. El Paso. I am extremely unimpressed with the church that oh, has the spiral yeah. staircase that everybody talks about. That so beautiful. All the money off of. They are like, buying and selling on the grounds of the church. Yeah. That's like a flea market. You have to pay to get in. You have to pay to light a candle. You have to pay for some holy water. It's just absurd. I think of that whole moment in the Bible when Jesus is upset and everybody tells me, have you been to Santa Fe so and seen the this. spiral staircase? I'm can like, you, I hate it. Can you get a hold of a whip while you're there? A whip? Yeah. You can handle that right quick. <laughs> and it follow was, exactly in Christ's footsteps. And what's funny is they have the holy water and then next to it you can buy your Celtic crosses you can buy uh, the, wow. some dream catchers. I mean, it's just bizarre. I just, it, yeah. Anyway, there's my rant that annoys me. <laughs> Let me read this other part from, from Ephesians 4. Um, from Ephesians 4, uh, and then we'll, we'll close it down. Um, Ephesians 4, uh, verse 17 says now, and it's just talking about Gentiles, but I, I think this kind of plays into what we're talking about and keeping in mind that this is the state of mind that they're in. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greed to practice every kind of impurity but that is not the way you learned christ assuming that you have heard about him and were taught about him as the truth is in jesus to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner manner of life and is corrupt through sinful desires uh, excuse me through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put off the new self created after the likeness of god in true righteousness and holiness a lot there that's why I kind of wanted to read it quick, but 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 I, man, thinking of the fact that we used to be in that spot, that it's saying that the Gentiles or the heathens or the the lost, as we refer to them nowadays, are they are still in that. I mean, you can look around in the world. Rather than being annoyed, we should be praying for these people. We should be sharing the gospel because we were there at one point. You know, if we could and. <clears throat> So what version of the Bible do you, I, I love the way it uh, ESV. So mine's the New King James. And one thing that stood out to me uh, 
it says because of the blindness of their heart. Yours had a little bit different. Yeah. But if yeah. we could have compassion, when we get annoyed, if we could just pray for an attitude of compassion for the blindness in their hearts, mm-hmm. uh, it takes a very, I mean, to think someone wakes up today and thinks, man, I'm going to do everything I can. If I, I'm going to live my life so I can annoy Henry Moses. Yeah. If I come in contact yeah. with him, like that's a special kind of evil that has to reside in somebody. But our annoyance is because we truly think people are maliciously yeah. trying to do something to affect us when, and we make it about us. And if we could just be compassionate <coughs> because the Lord said, forgive that Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they mm-hmm. do. If we could just have compassion and say, Lord, Help me to love this person because obviously they have they're blind in their heart or they wouldn't annoy me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, that's my translation yeah. of that. It's like I'll tell you, that's they, what you translate it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That'll yeah. work. Well, brother, it was good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, we're excited to have you on here. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Absolutely, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Father. Please help us. Um, to forgive those that trespass against us. Yes, God. Uh, just as you do forgive us on a consistent basis. Please help us to walk with grace, with understanding, but with security that comes from you and doesn't come from what other people think or do to us, mm-hmm. think of or do to us. We love you. We thank you for the opportunity to be our ambassadors. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. myself that time. That's funny you're doing you're just like Gabe. <laughs> <laughs>